Welcome to Spiritual Coach. I'm the host with the most repping the Holy Ghost, Brandon Tribble. I appreciate you stopping by. Now let's get to work on them spiritual muscles. Hello and welcome back to Spiritual Coach. Today we're talking about living with wisdom. So knowledge is the understanding of any subject that leads one away from ignorance. Wisdom is the use of that knowledge that helps make good decisions and leads one away from foolishness. So basically wisdom is knowing how to best apply knowledge either learned or given by God. So there is a natural wisdom and then there is a spiritual wisdom. Of course it's helpful to have both and I believe God can help us to have both. Let's get into the scripture here. Proverbs 1, 2 through 10, and then also verse 20. To know wisdom and instruction, to perceive the words of understanding, to receive the instruction of wisdom, justice, judgment, equity, to give prudence to the simple, to the young man knowledge and discretion, a wise man will hear and increase learning and a man of understanding will attain wise counsel. To understand a proverb and an enigma, the words of the wise and their riddles. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. My son, hear the instruction of your father and do not forsake the law of your mother, for they will be a graceful ornament on your head and chains about your neck. My son, if sinners entice you, do not consent. And then verse 20. Wisdom calls aloud outside. She raises her voice in the open squares. Proverbs was mainly written by Solomon, King Solomon. And God asked Solomon what he wanted, and Solomon asked for wisdom, and of course God gave it to him. Now, it says that Solomon was the wisest to have ever lived, so this must have been a fair amount of wisdom there. But God can also impart wisdom to us, too, via the Holy Spirit. And as we see in this proverb, there's a lot going on. There's a lot of truth. There's a lot of wisdom going on. But some of the things I want to point out here is it says the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. This is where we have to start, folks. This is the beginning. This is the starting place. And then it goes on to say, hear the instruction of your, of your father and do not forsake the law of your mother because mainly if you have good parents they're going to teach you things that are right and hopefully if they did especially in the ways of the Lord you will recall those teachings or recall the you know, little nuggets of wisdom they tried to give to you all throughout your childhood and you can take that into your adulthood and as it says as a graceful ornament on your head or chains about your neck you're always keeping this close to you always with you always in your remembrance and then it says my son if sinners entice you do not consent don't just go with the crowd don't allow peer pressure to get you if you know something is sinful don't do it and if they say oh man you ain't cool dude or whatever it is don't who cares What's more important is, is being right with God. They might be having some fun or whatever, but that doesn't mean you, you need to take part in it because it's probably destructive fun more than likely. 
All right, here's another one, Proverbs 9.10. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and the knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. So in the other verse, we saw that the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. Now we see the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. So knowledge and wisdom are interlinked, and understanding as well. So we must start with the place of God is true. God is there. God is real. And if you acknowledge this fact, then you will care what he has said in his word. Then you will want to be obedient. That fear or that reverential fear, the respect that you have for God, okay? I want to make sure that I listen to what he says. I want to do what he says. Then you will be wise. All right, here's another one. Proverbs 2, 1 through 7. My son, if you receive my words and treasure my commands within you, so that you incline your ear to wisdom and apply your heart to understanding. Yes, if you cry out for discernment and lift up your voice for understanding, if you seek her as silver and search for her as for hidden treasures, then you will understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. For the Lord gives wisdom. From his mouth comes knowledge and understanding. He stores up sound wisdom for the upright. He is a shield to those who walk uprightly. All right, there's a lot going on in this one as well, but let's go ahead and start off with this one. We need to make sure that we're inclining our ears, or our ears are more geared towards listening to things that are wise, or that, that obtain wisdom in them. And if we apply our heart, we're always seeking after understanding, and if we're crying out for discernment, maybe it's discernment for God's word, God's will, or the spirit. You know, what, what are you trying to get me to do, Lord? Do you lift up your voice for that understanding? And if you're diligently seeking after that wisdom like silver or hidden treasure, God stores up this wisdom for you. He stores up this wisdom for the upright, those who are living righteously. And it will become a shield to them. He is a shield to those who walk uprightly. And that wisdom will be as well. Proverbs 3.13 Happy is the man who finds wisdom and the man who gains understanding. Truly. How happy are you when you figure something out? You know, you, you take some knowledge or something that you've learned and you apply it to your life in a wise way and it just makes you feel good. And how much doubly so towards the things of God. How about whenever you're reading the Word and the Holy Spirit highlights something in there and you just, wow, it blows your mind. And you, you, you lay hold of this wisdom and then you apply it to your life and you see the fruit of it. And you see, man, the ways of God are true and it just is such a joy to you. This has happened to me so many times. When you cry out for that wisdom, God, I, I beg him on a daily basis, God, please tell me what is right. Please show me the truth. I want to know. I don't want to be blinded to it. I want to know and I want to walk in it. And it feels so good when he shows you or he reveals something to you. Proverbs 4, 7. Wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom. And in all you're getting, get understanding. And while you're doing it, get some understanding too, folks. <laughs> but wisdom is the principal thing, the main thing. You want to think about that, focus on that. Let me get some wisdom. And then in that, God will help you to get understanding too. Proverbs 10, 13. Wisdom is found on the lips of him who has understanding. 
but a rod is for the back of him who is devoid of understanding. Well, if you want to fall after the ways of fools, you're going to end up paying the punishment. You're going to pay the Pied Piper. It's going to come to bite you in the booty. But if you have wisdom, it will be on your lips. You will be speaking of it. You want to share it with others. You want to help others to increase in wisdom. This is just becomes who you are. Let's look at another one. Proverbs 10, 21. The lips of the righteous feed many, but the fools die for lack of wisdom. Man, I guess I don't want to be a fool then. And it says the lips of righteous feed many. Now you're, you're, you're just spewing out so much wisdom that you're helping people. You're, you're, you're showing people the way. And it helps feed them maybe naturally, but maybe more often than not as a Christian spiritually. You're feeding them the nuggets and words of God. And it's the bread of life. It's helping their spirit. Proverbs 13.10 By pride comes nothing but strife. But with the well-advised is wisdom. Well-advised in the ways of God. Amen. You've studied to show yourself approved. Now you know how to conduct yourself as an ambassador of God. And you're not letting pride blind you to the truth. Because pride only causes strife. So I want to I be humble instead of having pride. I want to humble myself. And I want to walk in wisdom. And I want to help people understand that truth as well. And maybe they won't be walking pridefully either. Here's another one. Proverbs 3, 7. Do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. See, sometimes people like to be wise in their own eyes. They think they're so smart. think they're so wise. Like they have all the knowledge, all the wisdom, all the understanding. But yet they're living in sin. They haven't departed from evil. They don't truly respect God. They don't really fear Him or revere Him. They, they may have an appearance, just like the Pharisees. They may have looked good on the outside, but yet on the inward side, they look like dead men's bones to God. Don't be that way. Don't make justifications for your sin. You may have all the knowledge and wisdom about, about sin, but if you're living in it, how wise are you? Are you really walking in wisdom? Or are you deceiving yourself? Depart from evil and then truly be wise. Proverbs 6.6 6, Go to the ant, you sluggard. Consider her ways and be wise. Being a sluggard, being lazy, not really working, not doing anything, maybe not even working for God. That's the true work that we need to put in. Maybe you've been slack in that area. Look at the ant. Consider how much ants work. One day I had came out and sprayed some ant killer on an uh, ant mound. And the next day I just saw the ant mound moved. <laughs> I was like, my goodness, these things can come up fast. And they do. And they, they just work nonstop until the job is done. And you know, yeah, of course there's times for us humans to take breaks. We, it's okay. I believe God has invented the Sabbath for us to take a break. And I believe we should know in ourselves when we're getting burnt out or getting beat up or getting too wore out, we need to have time to just rest. But then also don't just stay in a constant state of rest because then you become lazy, you become a sluggard. And that's not wise. That's not redeeming the time. That's not prioritizing your time wisely like God has given us. Uh, plenty of time, but what are you going to do with it? Are you going to squander it, waste it? We need to work for Him and, and work for the kingdom.
because there's souls that need to be won and there's work that needs to be done. Proverbs 10:19. In the multitude of words, sin is not lacking, but he who restrains his lips is wise. Oh, I love this one. So there's a time to speak and a time to be quiet. Sometimes you just need to zip the lip because it says in the multitude of words, sin is not lacking, meaning the more words that you speak, the more opportunity sin has a chance to come out. So uh, sometimes, when, especially if you're angry or sad or something, it might be a good idea to keep your mouth uh, shut because sometimes we get in our, our feels, we get in our emotions, and we say a whole bunch of things and, and you just... Just come, it just comes out and you beat somebody up with your tongue, you know. And uh, one of the things I like to do is whenever I start sensing myself getting angry or heated, I'm like, oh, I gotta go, I gotta go, I gotta get out of here, I gotta leave, I gotta stop talking because I'm gonna just get so frustrated, I'm gonna say something I shouldn't say. And some people don't understand that, some people don't, uh, can't relate to that, but that's me. I know myself. If I start getting heated, I have to go away. It's either fight or flight, you know, I mean, either you better get out of there or you're going to fight. And I don't want to do that, so I have to, I have to leave. And I've learned that about myself, and it's worked fairly well. <laughs> Sometimes the fight wants to chase you, but you have to do the best you can. And if somebody just won't leave you alone, well, I mean, that's, that's one thing. But I think as the most part, most of us can get away and then give yourself a chance to calm down and cooler heads prevail, right? So here we go, to the crux of the issue. Proverbs 11.30 The fruit of the righteous is a tree of life, and he who wins souls is wise. You can't get any wiser than living your life in the constant pursuit of trying to win souls to the Lord. That is our true purpose. That is our true mission. That is what we're doing here, is to try to get as many people on the Lord's side before the final judgment, before there's no chance, before there's an eternity awaiting. We must be in this in our, in our mind. We must have this constant thought in our minds that I need to try to win people to the Lord. And it may not be a full blown out, hey, I, I want to try to get somebody to say the, the repentant prayer and, and come to Jesus in that way. It's not, it's not even just that. Because, you know, it, even that can sometimes be fallible. Nevertheless, just the constant pursuit of, of giving wisdom, nuggets of wisdom, giving this truth, giving this life-giving word to people that's nourishing to their spirits, as we already said. Just this constant pursuit of, of putting that out there and being available to people and, sh and sharing with them truth, that right there is winning souls. Whether you know it or not, it, and you may just be planting seeds. You may just be watering. Nevertheless, it's up to God to bring the increase. You never know what word you shared with somebody will impact their life and get them on board with God and they change and they become a Christian and now they become soul winners and it just is a never-ending process. But you really wanna be wise? Win souls to the Lord, amen. All right, here's another one. Proverbs 12, 15. The way of a fool is right in his own eyes, but he who heeds counsel is wise. Man, that's rhyming. <laughs> I like that rhyme there. 
Nevertheless, a fool is right in his own eyes. Man, they say that again. God's repeating that. But listen to this one, though, this second part. He who heeds counsel is wise. Listen to folks who try to give you wisdom. Now, of course, you know, sometimes everybody has an opinion. <laughs> they want to, everybody has an opinion about something. They're not always right. Nevertheless, you, you find some folks that you can trust in the Lord and you listen to what they say. You may not always agree with them and sometimes they may be wrong. But there also may be times where they're right and you're wrong. And you have to listen and heed to that and say, oh, uh, I concede, yes, you were the one right and I was the one wrong. And I see that now. I mean, you know, I've, I've walked it out and I see, man, I made a lot of mistakes. <laughs> and, and if that person was just trying to help me, that person was trying to give me wise counsel. But I was unwilling to listen and I got myself in a bigger mess and I got all these problems now. And, and you might have to deal with that and it happens to all of us, but we need to be more careful about listening to wise counsel. Even if we don't agree with it at first, spend some time in prayer. Maybe listen to the Word, uh, read some Word, and maybe if it agrees with what they said and the Word does, and maybe you've prayed and maybe the Holy Spirit's telling you the same thing, maybe you're the one that's wrong and you need to change and uh, rectify that. Here's another one, Proverbs 12:18. There is one who speaks like the piercing of a sword, but the tongue of the wise promotes health. So a foolish man is going to be speaking things from their mouth that hurt people. It's like the piercing of a sword. They're trying to hurt people, trying to cut people down. But a wise person, when they speak, they're trying to promote health. They're trying to promote healing, trying to promote help. Now, sometimes people don't like the truth, so they, they think of that as if somebody's trying to cut you, trying to cut you down, trying to pierce you like a sword. But they're trying to give you truth to uplift you, to build you up, to correct you, to rebuke you if you're living in sin. And instead of justifying your sin or trying to shift the blame and, or say, no, you're the one that's wrong or you're being mean or you're the bad guy, maybe look at yourself in the mirror and say, maybe I'm the one that's been doing the wrong thing. Maybe I'm the bad guy in this scenario. Maybe I've been doing things that are hurting and piercing like a sword. But if you really want to be wise, speak truth, speak life, speak the words of God. It's hard for people to argue with that. If you're talking to somebody and you quote scripture and say, hey, this says this in the word and you're doing that, you know, maybe fix that brother or sister in Christ and maybe it'll help them if they heed the wise counsel. All right, Proverbs 13, 20. He who walks with wise men will be wise, but the companion of fools will be destroyed. So it's good to choose your company carefully. If you got friends and they start living sinfully, you might have to put them out of your life for a season. You don't want to have companion of fools. You don't want to be hanging out with people that are living foolishly because it might get off on you and you might start living foolishly. And you don't want to be destroyed. So make sure you're hanging out, spending quality time with wise folks who are living wisely and walking righteously. Because there's a difference from talking wise and living wise. You may have the knowledge and you may have the quote-unquote wisdom, but if you don't live it, you're not really wise. You're just deceiving yourself. So, so you got to be careful who you hang around, who you 
You gotta choose your friends wisely. Amen. All right, Proverbs 18:1. A man who isolates himself seeks his own desire. Somebody wants to be by themselves all the time, you're seeking your own desire. He rages against all wise judgment. Have you ever seen this? Someone who likes being by themselves all the time, they rage against wise judgment. It makes them mad. Fires them up. They don't understand. You know, they, 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 they're trying to do their own thing. They're self-absorbed. They're trying to live selfishly or whatever. They're all about themselves. Be careful. If you start isolating yourself from people, the, this might be you. Are you starting to rage against wise judgment? Are you isolating yourself? Be careful. Proverbs 29, 11. A fool vents all his feelings, but a wise man holds them back. Now, it's okay to, to share feelings. It's not saying that, but a fool is somebody who's just constantly telling you everything that's on their mind. And we definitely can see this in the Facebook age. Some people are making constant posts about what they're thinking, how they feel, what they're doing, and it's like nobody nobody wants to hear all that. Nobody cares. You may think they do, and they may even comment, but nobody wants to hear all that. Stop being a foolish person and venting all your feelings. Hold some of that stuff back. But that doesn't mean you can't share. You know, some people really are upset or really going through things, and that's where we can, you know, help help each other. We can share one another's burdens. That, that's okay. But just not every little thought that comes to your mind or every feeling that you have, you want to just blurt it out. No, you got to have some wisdom there. Colossians 2, 2 through 3. That their hearts may be encouraged, being knit together in love, and attaining to all riches of the full assurance of understanding, to the knowledge of the mystery of God, both of the Father and of Christ, in whom are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. He's our source, folks. Go to Him. If you need wisdom, He will give it. And that brings us to our next scripture. James 1.5 If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God, who gives to all liberally and without reproach, and it will be given to him. If you are someone right now who can say, Yeah, I lack some wisdom. Ask God. It says that He gives it out liberally or generously. And he won't hold it back. He will give it to you. He has all the hidden treasures of wisdom and knowledge. It's in him. He has it. And if you want it, you cry out for it, you seek it diligently like treasure, you will find it. Amen. I hope you got some truth from this, this study. And I hope that you will be living with wisdom. You will walk in wisdom. And that wisdom will help others to grow as you are growing in Christ as well. Thank you for listening. Stay tuned to the next one. See you later.